Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to Side Hustle Pro the podcast that teaches you to build and grow your side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla Matthews-Okome. So let's get started. Hey guys, it's Nikayla here with the final episode of 2017. As you can probably guess by the title of this episode, I quit my job. Yes, on November 29th, 2017, I was able to do this thing that I had been daydreaming about for a year. I walked into my office and handed in my letter of resignation. So my last day of work at NPR was Friday, December 15th, 2017, exactly two years to the day I started there. What a ride this has been. Um, I'm going to record today's episode. I told myself I'm going to record it without stopping and starting over and just come to you guys from the heart and let you know all the different roller coaster of emotions that I've started experiencing already. Also, I'll talk about what led up to this decision and what I'm going to do next. So, you know, let's just take it from the top. Why did I quit? Though you may not have known because I couldn't talk about it on this show, but I actually made the decision to quit over a year ago on September 8th, 2016. That's the day I knew that I needed to quit. And those of you who are in my Facebook group or were in my Facebook group at that time may remember a video I did on that day a year ago where I was actually crying tears of frustration after a particularly challenging day at work where I felt like my skills And my education and intelligence were not 
valued and appreciated on that particular day. This was not my overall experience at NPR, but in that particular day, I was frustrated. And it was in that moment that it occurred to me and I had the final epiphany that I need to work for myself. This was no longer a want. This was a need. But then came the question of, okay, how was I going to do that? So I got to work learning as much as I could about different potential revenue streams, online marketing, building an audience, packaging my knowledge into services. I tried out different lanes. So I launched my first online course, Master the Gram. I explored the cost benefits of doing events. I learned more about public speaking opportunities and what my rate should be and creating a rate sheet. I created a media kit and started reaching out to sponsors for Side Hustle Pro. I got laser focused on monetizing my content. Again, those of you who are in my group will know that I sometimes post check-in posts to find out what everyone is up to. And um, I usually share my own updates on those posts as well. So for some time, y'all probably got tired of me, but my updates were emailing more sponsors this week, reaching out to more sponsors. And that is all that I was focused on because I knew that I had great content. You know, you got to believe in yourself, right? So I knew that I had great content on tap potential and that sponsors would really benefit from partnering with Side Hustle Pro. So I was like, okay, I don't know much about sales. Now, as someone who's worked at NPR and, you know, has studied other podcasters, many, many people have the benefit of having a sales department, a sales team going out there and getting sponsors for them. So the host can just focus on reading their lines and interviewing guests and all that good stuff. But here I was like, I'm going to have to be a one woman show. I book the guests. I come up with the questions. I do the interviewing. And then I also became my own salesperson. So how did I do that? Well, first of all, I had to invest in myself at a level that I had never invested in myself before. I paid over $1,000. I believe it was like $1,197 to take a two-day sponsorship intensive in my area, taught by creator of the Be Blogalicious Conferences, Stacey Ferguson. And I took this workshop even though I had some reservations because it was very event focused and, you know, Side Hustle Pro is a podcast. But at the time, there was no body teaching what I needed to know for podcast sponsorships. So I thought this would be a great way to at least know about getting, you know, reaching out to sponsors, the right sales pitches, the right follow up techniques, even what a deck should look like. So I did that, learned a ton and again, had to kind of unpack that information in a way that would be useful two podcasts because there was no other podcaster in the room. There was no other speaker who was a podcaster, but the overall information about how to reach out to potential sponsors and how to provide value and ROI and how to be a good communicator so that, you know, you set expectations, you meet expectations, all of that was, you know, universal and could be applied anywhere. So I applied that to Side Hustle Pro, hit the ground running, created my media kit, Started emailing, cold emailing, by the way. <laughs> Y'all know I love a cold email. Started cold emailing people, adding people on LinkedIn, reaching out to them. And through all this process, I trial and error, right? Because again, there was no blueprint for how to do this for podcasts. So I learned over time, like things that I was putting in my emails that were just useless and <laughs> what the sponsor really cared about. I also had to get over my not really fear, but just aversion to the phone and realize that 
my email can't be the closer. I have to be the closer. So I have to get on the phone with people. So I started doing that. And it has been a game changer. Months of initial work has finally gotten me into a rhythm. And, you know, it's like Side Hustle Pro guest uh, Jerry Evans said, like, anything you do well, it should not be done for free. So that's how I felt about Side Hustle Pro. So back to why I quit. I knew that I wanted to. And in order to do so, I needed to make sure I was making money and I needed to have real serious revenue streams in my business that I could replicate, not just one offs, not just flukes, like something that would be consistent and ongoing. Now, the thing about sponsorships is I think about it as kind of, you know, seed money. It means to an end because sponsorships are fickle, you know, an advertiser may be on your show for a few months and then their budget might change and they have to pull advertising like I've experienced that already. So it's not something that I wanted to jump out on my own based on just sponsorship revenue. But again, it was one revenue stream that was a good revenue stream that I wanted to keep in my pocket. Now, let's talk about the emotions of this all. And I'll get back to, you know, how I'm making money in a little bit. But at first, when I made this decision, it was kind of like one that was in the back of my mind, but I actually couldn't make my date of September because, you know, with all the wedding stuff, I was like, who are you kidding, girl? You need to recoup <laughs> some of this money and just chill for a little bit. So I decided not to leave in September, which was right after my wedding month and push the date to December. But I knew December was it. Like I could not. I needed to start the year fresh, free as an entrepreneur, essentially. But when I made the decision, I knew what my quit date would be. I started feeling kind of irresponsible and I started feeling like I owed it to everyone, all of you, all my listeners to be this perfect model of how someone went from side hustle pro to entrepreneurship. Because, you know, here I am interviewing these guests, hearing their advice every single episode, learning from them. Like I couldn't do something like risky, but this whole thing is risky. No matter how much you have in the bank, like the whole thing is risky. I know people who have quit with, you know, tons in the bank. And then all of that has kind of slowly dwindled out because the business model they had wasn't that great. And so they just were using their savings and never actually making money. Then I know people who didn't have a ton save, but had such a good business and instinct that they immediately started making that money and were able to become successful and never, you know, went broke or had to go back to their job. So I'm kind of in the middle of those two. I told myself the responsible thing would be to save a year's worth of income and then quit. But ultimately, I learned that I couldn't do that for a few reasons. So, you know, my plan was always to save up. OK, save up, you know, the first four to six months and then leave. And I was able to do that. And I knew I couldn't do the whole year because it was starting to become this chicken before the egg kind of thing, like, while the money I was making was not where I wanted it to be and, you know, what I had to say wasn't where I wanted it to be, I knew that it would be more if I just had the time to devote to my business full time. So it became this thing of like, oh, it's not where I want it to be, but oh, it could be like if I'm making this just as a side hustle. Imagine if I committed to this as a full time job, like I know I can do it. I know that I have it in me. And that was in the back of my mind, that belief in myself. But still, that fear kind of held me from making any sudden moves. And then, you know, slowly, I like to say that God shows us signs, but only in glimpses. 
So slowly, life started leading me to grasp on to little signs. You know, I had a day where I had an appointment to get my eyebrows done with the print founder, Nicole Alexis, who was in the Side Hustle Pro guest chair. And, you know, I was talking to her about how I'm considering this. It's really getting to be that time. And she shared with me something that a mentor of hers told her before she quit. And that mentor said, part-time effort will always produce part-time results. And that is, it just resonated with me because I knew that that's what I was experiencing. Like I was expecting to make a full-time income, but I was only giving this part-time effort. So I was only getting part-time results. And I had to have enough courage to leave when I only had part-time results, knowing that I will be able to grow to full-time results soon. So I realized, okay, I'm letting this word responsible hang over my head. Why? Why? I have to make moves that work for me, y'all. I was afraid that someone out there who doesn't know my own my whole story, who doesn't see me every day after work, who doesn't know the kind of effort, the amount of cold calls, the amount of no's that I've gotten, who doesn't know my bank account, who doesn't know, you know, my years of experience and and all of that stuff that someone would just see and see this episode, see the social media post or something and just quit their job. Just be like, ah, oh, new year, new me, 2018, I'm quitting. And I would feel so terrible if someone comes up to me. As a matter of fact, if you quit your job, don't tell me you were inspired by me because <laughs> I'm going to feel so nervous for you because I make moves that work for me. I know my risk tolerance. I know my comfort level. I know how I'm willing to live in order to make things work and to make end meets. So at the end of the day, I'm not responsible for the moves anyone else makes. And as soon as that clicked to me, I, again, was able to get closer to the decision. I also, I knew what my revenue streams were. I knew what the plan I had been working towards for a year was. So my motto was make the plan, work the plan. And that also pushed me closer to the decision. I also had to face my worst fear. So thanks to Stephanie Thomas, who was also on this podcast episode three, I believe it is, of Side Hustle Pro. And Steph is a part of a close circle of girlfriends that I turn to who can relate to this non-traditional journey. We're also in a mastermind of, you know, I've talked about that before. So I talked to my mastermind about this because no one else can really relate to this, right? You can talk to your family, you can talk to your siblings, but I'm not big on getting advice from people who are not where I want to be or who haven't walked this path. So I turned to my mastermind, the closest thing to it, and talked to them about this fear I was having around the word responsible. And Stephanie helped me to realize that I need to face my worst fear. And once I'm able to identify that and talk through that, that's when I'll be able to move past this like mental block of irresponsibility that I was feeling. And so I was able to tap into that and I said, to myself, my worst fear is failure. And my worst fear is having to come on here on a side hustle pro show and tell you all that I failed. And, you know, I tried, but I'm not making enough money and I couldn't support myself with my own business and I need to get a job again to pay my bills. So that is my worst fear. And once I realized that that's actually not that bad of a fear and it's actually not that bad of a thing. So what if that happens? So what? I will be proud of myself for having tried. I'll be proud of myself for even having the guts to do this and knowing that, hey, I could actually always get a job. Like I know how to get a job. You know, it might not take two seconds, but I can do that. So 
that fear started looking less and less scary after I pinpointed it. I'm willing to take the risk and own the truth if that becomes my truth, but I actually do not believe that will be my story. I also know that I'm willing to live below my means and earn less than the six-figure salary I was making at NPR if it means that I have my freedom to make my own choices and move how I want to move. So I was also able to pinpoint what my ultimate want is, what my core want is in entrepreneurship, and that is freedom. Freedom became more important to me than money. That said, I didn't want to starve, y'all, so I saved. I did save because money is important. (laughs) So thank you very much. I'm not crazy. But yes, freedom is ultimately my goal. Like I'm willing to have less, shop less, delete my Amazon app if it means that I'm able to move how I want to move and try out new things in my business, go where I need to go without having to take PTO days and just move how I want to move, like I said. So that's how I really came to my decision and really came to the clarity to know, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm ready to take on the challenge. Hey guys, it's Michaela with a quick word from our sponsor. As side hustlers, we're in the business of turning our ideas into value. The thing is, we need time to cultivate fresh ideas, which is exactly where our sponsor FreshBooks can help. FreshBooks makes cloud accounting software for creative professionals that's so straightforward to use. You'll save hours every week and have more time to let your creativity flourish. If that's not enough incentive, the FreshBooks platform has been rebuilt from the ground up. They've taken simplicity and speed to an entirely new level and added powerful new features. I can't cover them all, but sending a branded invoice in under 30 seconds and enabling online payments in two clicks is a good place to start. There's also a new projects feature where you can invite employees or contractors to collaborate and easily share information, files, and updates. If you're listening to this and not using FreshBooks yet, now would be the time to try it. FreshBooks is offering an unrestricted 30-day free trial for all my listeners. No credit card required. All you have to do is go to freshbooks.com slash sidehustlepro and enter sidehustlepro in the how did you hear about us section. Now, when I quit and I actually started, you know, I told my boss and then I started telling more people at work. One thing that I quickly saw about myself was that I was kind of looking for validation and You know, I was kind of looking for people to say, oh, my God, congrats. That's so awesome. That was initial. That was like day one. And I was like, why am I looking for that? Like (laughs) their opinion really does not matter. Like I don't need the validation anymore. But I think it's some kind of just raw instinct that we all have when we make a decision that, you know, our eyes get wide and we kind of like are hoping people pat us on the back and say, yes, this is the right decision. Nobody else can tell me this is the right or wrong decision. I just know that for myself. I just know that in my gut. So my emotions and my senses of my emotions were really heightened during these last two weeks before I finally left. And I quickly tapped into that and journaled about it and was like, okay, we are not doing this. (laughs) We are not. We've worked too hard to start looking to other people for validation. So I nipped that in the bud. What else did I feel? Oh, I started feeling fear, like after the initial high of it all and the excitement kind of wore off. So this was like my last week of work. I started feeling fear because it was like, whoa, like this is really it. This is my last week of work. Like I'm going to get my last paycheck, you know, two weeks from now. And that will be it. That will be the last direct deposit that I see from this place. And 
I've said to myself again, like, why am I doing this? What is going on with this emotion right now? Why am I feeling this way? And I saw myself, I heard myself starting to downplay my decision. I would tell people, you know, oh, I'm just giving it a try. Yeah, I just feel like I have to do this now before, you know, I have to be a grown up and have kids and all that stuff. And I had to check myself again. I'm like, why are you downplaying this decision that you've known about for a year and you made and you've been working towards for a year? Like, why are you downplaying it? Like you're just doing it on a whim and you're just going to quote unquote try. You're not trying. You're going to work your ass off and you're going to succeed. And it doesn't matter if you have some fumbles after this. Like none of that matters. Like all that matters is you've made this decision and you're going to rock it and that's it. So by my last day or two, I was able to turn that around and realize that like all of that downplaying, minimizing my decision talk had to go. And it's really made me see really early on in this journey that emotions and mental state is going to be so, so, so critical in this journey. Like I know that I am my hardest critic and I'm also very introspective and I'm also one to really overanalyze decisions and also unlearning a lot of my need to hear other people's opinions. So some days I'm better at it than others. I'm not perfect. And so I know that I'm, that's something I'm just going to have to continue to work on. But those are just some of the war of emotions that I experienced in those two weeks where I had to, you know, every day someone would be like, oh, you're leaving. Why? And you, and you have to explain yourself. So I guess that it's also a function of having to explain yourself like every two seconds for <laughs> two whole weeks. Another thing with how I was downplaying the whole, oh, I have to do this before I have kids thing, that was something that I can I talked about and I considered, but it's not really, you know, it's not like this is my last year before my life will be over or something like that. Like, you know, God willing, but I've had guests come on here who have kids, who are entrepreneurs, who started businesses when they were pregnant or right before, and then they got pregnant. Like, it's a very, very demeaning thing to think that, you know, you can only start a business before you have kids. So something like that is I, I definitely had to have a talk with myself over that because that can't be how I'm thinking about all this. All righty. Back to how God shows the signs, but only in glimpses. So. The, na the night before I was going to give my letter of resignation, another side hustle pro guest. Y'all see a theme here? <laughs> I'm like really just starting to see an even bigger theme in that the people I have on the show have impacted my life more than I can even explain. So anywho, the night before I'm going to give my resignation, Cassandra Nuama, another side hustle pro guest, was in town. And, you know, we we're like, oh, we haven't seen each other in person in a while. Like, come over. She came over to my house and we talked for like hours, hours. She was there and, you know, I dropped the bomb on her like, yo, I'm quitting tomorrow. And it was just like, you know, on from there, we just started talking about everything about entrepreneurship, some of her hardships and struggles that she's had along the journey and, you know, different perspectives and things like that. And I just thought it was so serendipitous that I would get to talk to someone 
who has not only been on the show, but has walked the path and who I've seen walk the path and who I've known when they were back in corporate and be able to talk to her before I give my notice. Like it was really to me, like God giving me a high five, like you got this, you, you have a network, you have a village of support. Like how lucky and fortunate am I to have a team like that? All right. And then not only did I see Cassandra before I quit, but then the Sunday before my official last week of work, my roommate Nidia from Ross was in town and me, her, Stephanie, and another one of our roommates, Ebony, who we all were like the weird non-traditionals at Ross who by the end of our second year did not have full-time job offers or even they weren't even looking for those. They were looking for unique kind of social impact opportunities and Nidia is starting her own business and has just been hustling since graduation. So being able to connect with, again, that energy, you guys, the energy you surround yourself with is so important. So that's the second thing that I've realized since fully committing to this path is one, taking care of your mind and two, the energy you surround yourself with. So again, being able to be around these women who it was just by chance, like it was just by chance that she was in town and to have this kind of send off before my last week of work to be surrounded by that crew was again, it was like a high five from God. Like, thank you, God, for showing me and reminding me about this village and helping me to, you know, have this momentum of support before my last week, because you know how much, you know, mental strength you need to just like stay laser focused on your path and not start letting fear creep in. So love and support to all of them. It just gave me the support and just confidence I needed to close out my last week. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, and when we keep them bottled up, it affects us negatively. I have found that therapy has been a safe space to get things off my chest. I had my daughter last August, and by January, I hit up my therapist like, let's go ahead and set up this monthly session. 
Therapy has been so helpful for me in setting boundaries and it just empowers me to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, this is your sign to go ahead and do it and give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HustlePro today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HustlePro. And I want to say that the feeling that I'm feeling most these days is thankfulness. I'm thankful for the love and support of my husband. I'm thankful for the love and support of my parents and in-laws. I'm thankful for the love and support of my friends. And I want to give another shout out to Cass because she actually encouraged me to not use the word quit because quit has such a negative connotation sometimes, like you gave up or threw in the towel or couldn't hang. But that's not my story. And I am choosing to walk in my freedom and my purpose and own the word quit in a different way. So... It also is just easier to put that as a title. Everyone knows what you mean when you say I quit. So funny. Um, but yeah, Cass, thanks for the advice. Sorry, I didn't take it to a T. And then finally, love and support to all of you who not only listen. Thank you for listening to this episode, which I know is probably a little more rambly than you're used to. But again, just wanted to speak from the heart. Thank you for listening, sharing this podcast, following me on this journey, because you will be seeing me on this journey. I will be my very own entrepreneur in residence. And thank you for commenting on my posts and letting me know that this content matters and this content is needed. It means more than I could ever, ever say. It really does. Because there are many times where I was kind of just like, you know, what am I doing? You know, where is this going? What? And I'm sure a lot of us probably feel that way when we've started something and we're not making money, but we love it so much. And we're like, where is this going? But I encourage us all to like, you know, keep going like the money will come. I promise you. So I want to go over my plan a little bit more because I've kind of touched on it, but I haven't fully um, fleshed it out for you guys. So one caveat to this, right? Big disclaimer. I fully expect that a year from now, this plan, I'm actually looking forward to it. This plan that I set forth could be a hundred percent different than what I'm actually doing, because that's just how life is. Um, that's even how it is with Side Hustle Pro. Like there are things that I wrote down in my goals for 2017. Then my mindset, like where I want to go with the business is a hundred, 180 degrees different than, than what I initially wrote down then. So just want to put that disclaimer out there. But again, here's my plan. And I encourage you all make a plan, work your plan. When you're not sure what to do next, but you know you want to leave and you want to turn your side hustle into your main hustle, make a plan and work the plan. The plan doesn't have to be perfect, but you have to really sit through and write down exactly what you want to do and why, what it will produce, what you'll earn and start working that plan. And if the plan's not working, pivot and write down what the new plan will be. But always, always have a plan. So my plan, again, save four to six months worth of earnings, um, four to six months, you know, depending on how much I can live below my means, <laughs> start earning money in my business. That was the second part of my plan. And I succeeded in both of those. So I now know that no matter what I can make money, I know that 
I have repeatable revenue systems that I can tap into and I could, you know, for this month, focus on this thing and then make that a stream. The, the, this was most powerfully illustrated to me the weekend over Thanksgiving, you know. A lot of entrepreneurs, especially e-commerce and retail folks, they spend months planning Black Friday. And I, at the last minute, decided, you know what? I, I looked at my profit and loss statement and I said to myself, I need another thousand to break even this month. I, I don't like, you know, how this is looking. I'm like, I want to make a thousand this weekend. So I got to it. You know, I planned out my email sequence. I planned out my promotion sequence and I exceeded my goal. And it was a, it was a small goal, you know, to some a thousand is small potatoes. But once you make a thousand, you can make five. Once you make five thousand, you can make ten thousand. So just knowing that, hey, I have the power to say I want to make this and then go out and make it. That was powerful, y'all. And that again, just, you know, confirm my decision. Like I have a plan. I'm going to work the plan. You can't keep doing the same thing forever, but you can create a new system based off what you've learned and a new product based on what you've learned and use the system to sell that product or to start that service. So definitely part of the plan, working my system. And then finally, I am going to continue to build out my advertising revenue stream, continue to marketing consult, as I said in um, last a few episodes ago, and I'm launching a new arm of my podcast business in January that I'm so excited to share with you all. Stay tuned for that. Not ready to make the announcement yet, but essentially this, you know, arm is the culmination of everything that I've learned and how I want to impact the podcasting industry moving forward. So that is a part of the plan as well. <laughs> I just got really excited. And I just want to end by sharing what I've learned in this process and what I've learned from guests on Side Hustle Pro and also what's next for me. So the number one thing I have taken from a lot of guests, even the ones who've launched out without a plan, is it's confirmed what I always knew. And the reason why I titled this show Side Hustle Pro, it's you should side hustle for as long as you can, as long as you can stand it, as long as you can tolerate it, as long as you can until you are making enough to sustain yourself or to give yourself runway while you, um, you know, get your business up and running. Side hustle for as long as you can. There's nothing wrong with side hustling and it doesn't make you less of an entrepreneur to start a business on the side. As a matter of fact, it's the smartest way you can do it. Worrying about where your next meal is coming from is not cute and it's not fun. So use your full-time income to support you as you side hustle. Pour your side hustle income back into your business and stack as much as you can. What I've also learned, though, is there will come a time when you have to choose. And Side Hustle Pro guest Jacqueline Wobu taught me this. Um, we actually had a call after the episode. Sorry, guys. But it was right before the wedding when, you know, I had some crazy stuff happen. And, um, you know, we were just talking about the juggling. And she told me that there will come a time when you have to choose. When your business has grown so much, the potential of it has grown so much, what you want to do is you're so excited about what you want to do and you will have to choose between your baby, you know, your business and side hustle is your baby or your full-time job. And you just can't do both. 
And um, I definitely reached that point. I reached that time where I realized I didn't want to trivialize what I was doing and, you know, try to hide it from my coworkers and minimize it to make sure that, you know, no one would feel threatened and, you know, people wouldn't start to look at me funny and all that stuff. Like, and, and that's what I started having to do after a while, just to make sure people felt that I was committed to, to my job, even though I completely was. But, you know, when you start to get articles written about you and you start to appear on lists and you get all these downloads, like people start to kind of look at you sideways, like, well, what is she doing? <laughs> what, what is her priority? And it's really not fair, but at the same time, it's, uh, I guess it's a good problem, right? So there will come a time when you have to choose. I've also learned, again, make a plan, work the plan. And that plan doesn't have to be perfect. And definitely get rid of the idea that timing has to be perfect because there is no such thing. What does have to happen, though, is you should wait for the right time for you. And what I mean by right time is something that only you will know. You will know when it's the right time by the feeling you get in your gut. I can't even describe it. I can't fully explain this part, but you will know when it's the right time. And all you can do is do yourself a favor and start preparing for that time. Start preparing because the universe, God, life, everything will start to point to this. And all you can do is just to go into high gear and start stacking, stacking, stacking. Start trying new things so you can earn, earn, earn because you know it is that time. So y'all get ready for a new era and a new chapter in my journey. As I go from side hustle to full-time entrepreneur, I will definitely be checking in with my experiences, the good, bad, and ugly, because I think it's only fair that you guys truly see what happens once you quit and make your side hustle your full-time job. So that is what I commit to sharing. And, you know, I really encourage you as well to join this Side Hustle Pro Facebook community to ask questions. And this episode has inspired other thoughts and anything that you want to share with me, really, I'd love your feedback. So head on over to sidehustlepro.co slash Facebook. And overall, I wish you guys a very, very happy new year. I wish for you all the best that life has to offer. I wish for you courage. I wish for you passion. I wish for you determination. I wish for you to push past those tired nights or those lazy temptations, put down the remote and just go for it. I always have a word for every year. I've recently started that. And my word for 2018 is going to be fearlessness. That doesn't mean that my life will be absent of fear. But it does mean that I promise to outwork the fear. Thanks, y'all. See you in 2018. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you want to hear more from me, head on over to sidehustlepro.co forward slash side hustle corner to get my weekly Side Hustle Diaries chronicles about my own journey from passion project to profitable business. And if you want to find me online, I'm at Side Hustle Pro on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Don't forget to join the Side Hustle Pro Facebook community. Go to sidehustlepro.co forward slash mastermind. And as always, if you love the show, do me a favor and subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes.
Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week.